Welcome to the Health Detective Podcast with Roberto Parker. Join strength and conditioning expert Roberto Parker as he shares his over 35 years of experience in training athletes and helping people achieve their fitness goals. Now here's your moderator, Chris Whiting, with Coach Roberto. Hey everybody, welcome to the inaugural episode of the Health Detective Podcast I'm Chris Whiting, your moderator for this podcast. Now, first of all, just a little explanation. Those of you that listen to the content here on KCTK Radio might recognize my voice from the I've Got Something to Say podcast. This is a different podcast. Uh, Today, the the star of our show is Roberto Parker. And we're going to get to Roberto in just a minute. He's a a health and fitness and nutrition expert. But in staying with what you know me for, I'm going to start with a little story myself. So let's go back uh, about nine years ago. My good friend Monica came to me and said, hey, Chris, um, I'm working out with this guy. You should come check it out, be a part of it. And I was like, "Eh, Monica, I have a gym membership. I've been on an elliptical. I've used a chest press machine. Okay. I know what it means to work out. I work out, okay? But uh, thankfully, she was very persistent. And so I ended up going and trying out a class with Roberto Parker. Let me just say, there wasn't a chest press machine. There wasn't an elliptical. The first time I went, we were doing this crazy stuff. Like we're swinging sledgehammers on tires and we're climbing ropes and we're looking like crazy people running with uh, medicine balls held straight up over our heads in the parking lot. And I thought, dear Lord, what have I gotten into? And I so vividly remember the next morning after I had worked out with Roberto the first time, I woke up and I got out of bed and I thought, I've never been this sore. And so I walked into the bathroom to take my morning constitutional. And as as I squatted down to sit on the toilet, I realized I I have no control over my muscles to like lower me down. So I've just got to let go and let God. So I totally embraced the Tom Petty free fallen approach and just went down on the toilet. And I thought, do I want to do this to my body? But I stayed with it. Um, thank God. And it, at that point I became the healthiest I had ever been in my life. Um, and then due to kids and scheduling and whatnot, I, after a couple of years, I, I had to quit. And so here we are, you know, eight, nine years later, and I've recently come back to Roberto and, um, it's, it's just so different than anything I've ever done, but it's amazing. And I would like to introduce to the KCTK listening audience, Roberto Parker. Welcome, Roberto. Well, thank you, Mr. Chris Whitey. Yes, it is so great to finally do this. We've been talking about this for a while. Yes, we have. And and I know that you do your own stuff. So you do videos and you do audio podcasts on your Facebook page. And let's give that a plug right now. How can people find you on Facebook? Okay, here's my website, rwpsports.wixsite. Hmm wixsite.com backslash sports fit on Facebook. 
facebook.com backslash ist hard work hard bodies backslash and my phone number is 816-405-7703 and of course my business name is innovative sports training Okay, so if you cannot reach Roberto after all that information, shame on you. Absolutely. Um, we, we know how to get a hold of him. So um, give us just before we jump into the topic tonight, give us a little background so people understand, you know, where you came from, how you got into to sports and fitness and nutrition and just, you know, your journey up until now. Being a high school athlete, junior high school, I was about age 16. I came in contact with one of my coaches there who was a big influence on my life. He was a competitive power lifter and a football coach, and he got me involved in power lifting. Oh. Uh, after that, I haven't stopped since working out. That was my junior year, about 1973. Oh, wow. So uh, from that point, I became interested more in the human body, how it functions. Mm-hmm. It was just very intriguing and very fascinating to me upon graduation from college. Now, my original major was broadcast journalism. Believe, no way. Believe it or not, yes. And, and look at us here. Yes, yeah, I wanted to be uh, the next Howard Cosell or something. Okay, you, know? you so, need a toupee, but all yeah, right. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> but uh, that wasn't for me, so I decided to take the route and look at exercise science and PE. I got my uh, bachelor's of science degree in, in exercise science, I should say physical education, from there, I went to Oklahoma State University, where I uh, received a master's in exercise science. And during that time period, I was also an assistant strength and conditioning coach for Oklahoma State University, mainly working with football, but really technically in charge of all sports. Now, after leaving Oklahoma State, I got a job at Fresno State in Fresno, California, as the head strength and conditioning coach. I was there for 11 years. I was in charge of football, basketball, baseball, track and field all the other sports Mm -hmm. came back to Oklahoma state as the head strength coach for two years, got a call from the Kansas city chiefs. Hey, would you look, would you like to come be our assistant strength coach under a guy by the name of Dave Redding, red band Redding. I've heard that name. Yeah. yeah, Okay. Red band was pretty popular here. He was very, very very well known. And I was there for two years uh, with Marty Schottenheimer his last two years as the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. uh, Head football coach. And there I made some good contacts. You know, Derek Thomas was on the team. Oh, yeah. Marcus Allen. Uh, uh, In fact, Tony Gonzalez was his rookie year. Oh, all those legends. Holy cow. Uh, Will Shields uh, was there, of course. A lot of future Hall of Famers. Mm -hmm. I got to work with a lot of those athletes. Now, after leaving the Kansas City Chiefs, I started up my own business because mm-hmm. I wanted to be my own boss and kind of trudge my own path, so to speak. Yeah. I like I like working for myself. So, and that was 1999. So let me ask you this: How is it going from working with Marcus Allen, Tony Gonzalez, uh, Will Shields, Derek Thomas to Chris Whiting? What, well, what's the difference there? Well, I tell you, the transition was quite. Uh, quite amazing let's just say that it was a little bit of a challenge for me at first because i was accustomed to working with athletes mm-hmm. and athletes tend to push themselves harder now there's lazy athletes also now don't get me wrong mm-hmm. some of them have attitudes but it's at a higher level so i had to kind of dial things back a little bit in the last uh, five or six years i've been focusing more on the nutritional side of things okay looking more into the biochemical aspects of how nutrition works I'm a big proponent of nutritional therapy because a lot of what we do nutritionally determines our health. 
or lack thereof at times. So I've heard, and you can confirm or deny this, I have heard that especially once you get past a certain age, when your metabolism starts to slow down, that mm-hmm. that your health and even the way you look is like 90% nutrition and 10% exercise. I don't totally agree with that. I'll push back just a little bit. I believe it varies from person to person. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their own biochemical individuality, their own footprint, their own thumbprint. For Chris Whiting, it might be 80-20 nutrition working out. Okay. For, for Roberto Parker, it might be 60-40 nutrition working out. And for so on and so on and so on, it might differ from person to person. But nutrition is a huge role. Don't get me wrong. Jack LaLanne, you know, the, the godfather oh, yeah. of all fitness, said that exercise is king, nutrition is queen. Okay. So you, the two create a royalty. Mm-hmm. So you have to have the two mesh together somehow. And if you don't mesh them together... You have problems now. If all you do is want to just eat right, but you never you're never active, that'll take you so far, maybe a little ways. But you got to mesh it with exercise. If all you do is want to work out, but you eat like crap, it'll just take you so far. It just take you one step forward, one step back. And you're right. As you age, our bodies do change. However, we're going to talk about inflammation. Now. I know that mm-hmm. there's an aging process involved with everybody. Nobody's going to live forever. Right? We're not getting out of this thing alive here. Okay. Damn. But, yeah, right. Yeah. But you can reduce the aging process, immensely mm-hmm. reduce the aging process. Just because you're 60 doesn't mean you look like you're 60. Yeah. You could have a biological age of 40. Which, by the way, you're 60, correct? I'm 62. 62. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You don't look like you're 62. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you could be, you could be 42 and look like you're 62. Mm-hmm. And have the the chronological, excuse me, the biological age of a 62-year-old. So it doesn't always have to coincide chronological and biological. Okay. And so you you mentioned it, too. So tonight we're going to kind of focus on inflammation right? uh, as a topic. So I guess to start out, like, okay, inflammation, things get puffy. But can you go a little bit deeper, deeper? Like, what is inflammation? Inflammation is an immune response to what's going on with your body. There's good and there's bad inflammation, just like there's good stress and there's bad stress. Acute inflammation is good. If you fall down on your knee or your elbow, you get some inflammation, some swelling. The body's trying to protect you. It's telling you, Chris, don't be a dumbass and do that again. Okay? I never listen. Okay? Now, chronic inflammation is long-term. For example, you can't. the audience can't see me doing this. Uh-huh. If I did this, poke my finger in my forearm mm-hmm. just for a couple of minutes, no big deal, right? Right. What if I did this for eight hours? I'm assuming that would be bad. It would be bad because my arm would probably start to swell. Mm-hmm. I would get all kinds of puffiness. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to move my arm very well. That's chronic inflammation. Okay. So acute inflammation, inflammation is something that occurs very short term. In fact, we need inflammation to clean up the body, to clean up debris in the body, to help with infections and to clean out the to clean out the cells in the body, we need some form of inflammation because the body produces these things called xenophils, basophils, and lymphocytes, monocytes. Those are all areas. Those are all white blood cells that help to clean out the tissues of the body. That's your basically what it is. It's your white blood cell response, but it helps to clean up the debris in the system. Okay, and that's acutely. Now, chronically speaking, if it goes on, it can have the reverse effect. What can happen, it, it can cause 
and I believe I'm a big proponent of, of Eastern medicine, it can cause your gut to do all kinds of things because most illnesses and inflammation stems from usually the health of your gut. So if you're not putting the right really? type, yes, if you're not putting the right type of food in your system, plus you're not exercising properly or exercising at all, you can develop a lot of gut issues, in particular leaky gut. And leaky gut is basically inflammation. Inflammation, chronic inflammation, is the mother of all diseases and injuries. So I was just going to ask you, like, what are the diseases that we typically hear about that are associated mm. with inflammation? Are you pra saying practically, everything? Yeah, practically everything. I can't think of one that really is not really. Cancer, diabetes, oh, heart wow. disease, uh, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, dementia, uh, tendonitis, any time you hear the word itis, that means inflammation. Okay. Men meningitis, tendonitis, arthritis, wow. okay, prostitis, colitis, um, diverticulitis. A lot of itises. A lot of itises. Those are all inflammatory things that are okay. going on within the body. And typically it stems from your gut. And here's the problem. If you don't, if you don't nip inflammation in the bud and take care of what's, what's occurring, eventually it will affect everything in your body. Okay, let's go back to leaky gut. This is something I hear a lot these days is mm -hmm. leaky gut. And I've always associated with the uh, the potato chips that came out like 10 years ago that were fat-free, the Olestra, <laughs> where they said you'd get like leaky discharge. <clears throat> is that the same thing or is it is leaky gut the same as leaky anus or is it two different Well, um, I'm glad to made that picture for me there, Chris. Uh, <laughs> It is because from your eyeball down to your anus Thank is you. that that is your mucosal lining. Oh. Okay. From your eyeballs all the way down to your anus. Mm -hmm. It's mucus there. Mm -hmm. If you didn't have that, things wouldn't function very well. So, okes okay. it, it can, in, in fact, affect the intestinal tract. Now, leaky gut is this. Leaky gut typically is caused by undigested food particles that your body does not do very well with. Mm -hmm. The lining of the gut is already somewhat semi-permeable. Mm -hmm. When you start taking foods in that the body does not like, it becomes hyper-permeable. And thus, when it's hyper-permeable, these food particles get into the bloodstream of the body. Mm -hmm. The body says, okay, an immune response, foreign invader, I got to attack. Okay. And what happens, it attacks, and it chronically attacks every time you have a meal, thus you have chronic inflammation. Oh. And here's another thing. With certain food particles, particularly gluten and dairy, mm -hmm. those molecular structures of those two food groups are very similar to the thyroidal molecular structure in your body. And what happens is when your immune response attacks gluten and dairy, guess what it also does? It could also attack the thyroidal tissue of the body. And the thyroid is the thermostat of your body. It pretty much is the master metabolizer in the body in terms of metabolism. So it's called molecular mimicry because it will attack not only foreign invaders, it will attack other tissues of the body, more so your thyroid. So if your body is attacking gluten and it's attacking 
dairy, so grains and, and milk products. Right. It could also be tricked into attacking your own thyroid, which Absolutely. then affects your metabolism. Okay. Absolutely. So going back just a step, so you said, you know, inflammation leads to all of these things, cancer, diabetes, what have mm. you, that leaky gut could be a precursor. So if I'm average Joe, which I am, how do I know if I have leaky gut? Well, usually by your stool. Okay. Uh, Here we go. The, there's there's other things. If once again getting back to your discharge, that's, you. that's one. If you have diarrhea, if you have constipation, um, leaky gut can also affect your brain capacity because there's a nerve that runs from your brain stem down to your small intestine called your vagus nerve, mm -hmm. and the the mind. The mind and the gut are on the same link. For every message, wow. for every message that your brain sends, the gut sends nine messages back to the brain. Every seriously, absolutely. That is why the health of your intestinal lining, in particular your gut area, uh -huh. your small intestine, and the small intestine is where most of the digestion takes place. You've got to get that healthy. If that's not healthy, it can affect your brain. In fact, long-term inflammation can actually atrophy the brain, which is why you have Alzheimer's. Oh, wow. Okay. So what do I do? I mean, you mentioned the, the gluten and the dairy. I'm, I'm assuming steer clear from that. So, but what else can you do? Well, there's a lot of things you can do. Now, that, that's kind of where I come in here because I, I've been certified in reading lab work. There's certain mm -hmm. biomarkers you can look at. I want to look at your adrenal profile, your adrenal glands or your stress glands. I want to see what your cortisol levels are doing. I want to see what your thyroids are doing. I want to see uh, uh, what your white blood cells are doing. Mm -hmm. I want to even look at your cholesterol levels. Now, I could go into a whole dissertation on cholesterol. Cholesterol, high cholesterol, sometimes overrated. That could be another podcast we could do. Okay, but let's I, do it. I, I look at cholesterol. I look at... Uh, 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 triglycerides, which mm -hmm. is connected with cholesterol. I look at a lot of those things because when I look at those things, I develop a profile sheet and I compare it. I say, look, you might have triglycerides because you're ingesting too much gluten, mm -hmm. too much dairy, too much sugar. And those are, by the way, those three I just mentioned right there are the main proponents leading to inflammation. So those are the bad guys, the gluten, the, the dairy, the sugar. The sugar, absolutely. Now, having said that, there are some people who can handle a little bit of gluten, mm -hmm. handle a little bit of dairy, and handle a little bit of sugar. Mm -hmm. Like I said, getting back to that biochemical individuality. Mm -hmm. We're all different how we digest foods. And there are some people, there's also a test you can do. It's, it's called the uh, IgG food sensitivity test. It can test for various food sensitivities. Because when food does not agree with you, mm -hmm. it is stressful to the body. There's three forms of stress. There's chemical stress, there's emotional stress, and there's physical stress. Those are the only stressors you have right there. Bingo. Now, they go on different areas, how, they how your body responds to it. Uh -huh. Chemical stress, for example. Chemical stress could be if you have a cleaning business, you're working around a lot of chemicals. Maybe you work on a plant or something like that, a, okay. chemical, a chemical plant. Chemical stress is also nutritional. Because what's what's uh, nutrition? Biochemistry. Biochemistry. I was going right? to say that. Yeah, sure. Right. I yeah. mean, so so there's biochemical stress. There's physical stress. If you're not 
if you're not exercising enough or over exercising, mm -hmm. you develop inflammation. Mm -hmm. I used to work out six days a week. Yeah. And I was always getting hurt. This was about my mid 40s. This started happening to me. Mm -hmm. I couldn't map, man, what is going wrong with me? Figure, I figured it out. I was just doing too much. So what I did, I changed my routine. I backed off less days a week. I increased intensity a little bit. I cut back the volume of reps and sets. Uh -huh. I still go hard, but I just cut back the volume and I felt much better. So with each person, it's different. If you're a young competitive athlete, for example, training for football, basketball, baseball, hockey, boxing, MMA, yeah, you gotta bust your ass and train maybe an hour and a half, two hours a day, five days a week. Now, for a 55-year-old person, eh, probably not. You don't really need that much. Yeah. Okay? On average, you don't. That same person, like yourself, you might be able to tolerate more gluten than your wife. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little bit more dairy than your wife. It all depends. And there are certain little signs like, you know, your stool. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to get too graphic here. but It's your podcast. Do whatever you want to do. Okay, we'll do it then. If your stool isn't brown, mm -hmm. almond color, and well-formed, you got problems. If, okay. you can see, if you can see food in your stool, you got problems. You have diarrhea all the time, you've got problems. If you have constipation, a lot of times, you've got problems. So if that's happening, do you recommend... And that's inflammation, by the way. Re Again, back to the... Okay. Related inflammation. Huge topic. Yes. So do you recommend changing diet and taking a probiotic or is it just focus on your diet and don't worry about the supplements or good question well probiotics pretty much are a supplement but probiotics are worthless unless you remove what's causing the inflammation oh that's good that's a good tip you've got to remove first okay you can take all the supplements and probiotics in the world you want to but if you go out and you're a dumbass with your eating and your lifestyle those probiotics might help you a little bit mm -hmm. but they're not maximizing their potential you've got to remove whatever's causing that stress once again chemical stress mental stress physical stress you got to find out in your lifestyle what's causing that stress and it has to be removed once you remove it now you re-inoculate Whoa, I don't even know what that means. Okay, that means putting it back into your system, the good stuff. The probiotics. You got to clean it, clean the system out. You got to get all the crap out of there uh -huh. and re-inoculate, get the good stuff back into the system. Okay. That's when the probiotics will be most effective. Okay. So if people come to you, you can, you can send them to get lab work done. You can interpret it. Right. Can you talk to them about, like, can you tell from lab work if... Okay, you can tolerate some gluten, or I would steer clear of it, or is that just more them testing it out? Okay, so, now, with anything, anytime you take labs, that, that is a snapshot of time. I would like to see a series of labs to determine a pattern. Okay. Okay, that's important, too, because you can look at just one lab and say, okay, take this supplement, boom, that's it. But it's more to it than that. As a practitioner myself, I need to sit down with Chris Whiting and see what his lifestyle was like. Oh, boy. What his sleeping habits are like. Aye. What his eating habits are like. Dear and Lord. We go from there. And on top of that, I look at your lab work several times. We meet several times. And I give you some homework to do relative to your eating, relative to the type of exercises and activity I want you to do. And getting to exercise and activity, by the way, when I say that, there's a difference between activity and exercise. Exercise is structured movements. 
mm-hmm. activity is just getting out and moving, period. So it's taking the stairs. It's yes, taking a walk around the block, What, whatever. Let me, um, ha- let me ask you this. Okay. How many gyms are in America? Mm, there's got to be, I don't know, 100,000 more? Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, probably well into the hundreds of thousands. Yeah. How many nutritional books have been written? Oh, God. Tens of thousands. Which one works? I, I feel like it's a trick question. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you, because I, I asked that question because we spend multiple billions of dollars in this country mm-hmm. on health and fitness. Yet, the United States of America is not even ranked in the top 10 healthiest countries in the world. Oh, God, that's sad. You know why that is? You go to third world countries, they're more active than we are. Yeah. They're more active. I totally believe that. They don't have Alzheimer's, not like we do. They don't have low back problems like we do. They don't have arthritis like we do. Yeah. They don't even get as much cancer as we do. Why is that? It's because they're active. Now, they have other issues besides that now. I mean, mm-hmm. third world countries. Yeah. Okay, now we do have some advantages over them, obviously, because of our you know gross national product and everything else. But typically speaking... A person who's not who does not sit in furniture all day long, mm-hmm. but maybe squats down. They call it the uh, what is it called? I think it's called the the primal squat or something like that, where they just sit and talk. Yeah. Okay. Powwow style. Those, I, those people don't have back problems. I saw that. So when we went to China, both my daughters are adopted from China, and we had to go over there when we adopted them. Right. But people would like squat it would be like a bunch of catchers in baseball sitting around talking to each other on a street corner those type of people usually don't have back problems why because they're not loading their spine yeah and what's low back pain once again it's inflammation it keeps coming back i know it keeps coming back doesn't it be and and that is a byproduct of finding out the stress that's causing the inflammation so the bottom line of what i do chris I want to find out those hidden stressors going on with you. Okay. Is it mental? Is it physical? Or is it chemical? Or is it a combination of all three? Once we target the stress and we eliminate that, you're going to get a lot better, baby. Okay. Instead of taking medications, instead of taking, I'm not really big on taking a lot of supplements, to be honest with you. I'm big on finding what's stressing you out the most in your life. Let's try to remove it. Mm-hmm. As long as it's not your wife or something. Okay. Well. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we try, we, we try to find that stress, try to remove it, and we go from there. Now, at, beyond that point, yes, if you need some supplements, yes, if it's life-threatening, definitely go to a doctor because I'm not a doctor. Yeah. I'm a holistic practitioner. Mm-hmm. So if, if people are interested in this, you can help them do that. Absolutely. But you must have patience. You, it's not going to happen just in one session. Okay. Okay. I just can't say, okay, let's do it. Let's run a lab, take these supplements, done, you're cured. No, it doesn't work that way. We may have to do several sessions before we finally start to eradicate and target what really is going on with you. Okay. So I know you, you gave contact info at the first, but let's do it again here in case people are interested in getting in touch with you and talking about you know, either the exercise that I do with you or the, the nutritional counseling or the labs and, and the counseling that way. So how can people get in touch with you? If they're well, before I give that, I do offer semi-private sessions where a person can, can come to me live in person. I also do uh, virtual consultation and virtual training. 
So I can work with somebody living in Los Angeles, California, Chicago, Illinois, for that matter. Okay. Everything's virtual. But here's the information again, rwpsports.wixsite.com backslash sports fit. Also, I'm on Facebook, facebook.com backslash IST hard work, hard bodies backslash. And that is my fitness form that you can join. And every week I put out an audio podcast of about two to three minutes. I also give a lot of health tips. Sometimes I post some recipes on there, mm. some different uh, food items that you can experiment with in your in your life. So, but yeah, I'd love to work with people out there in your audience and just contact me as soon as possible. I can sit down with you and help you out. All right. And, and I can vouch for this guy. Um, Roberto's legit. Changed my life, like I said, nine, eight, nine, ten years ago. In the process of changing my life again since I fell off the wagon a little bit. Um, so this, this has been a lot of fun. I, I've had a good time sitting down with you. So we'll wrap up this inaugural episode of health detective. And for your star, Roberto Parker, I'm your moderator, Chris White. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks again for listening to the health detective podcast with Roberto Parker. You can contact Roberto at 816-405-7743 or email at RWP sports at yahoo.com or follow him at Facebook at the innovative sports training page with your comments or questions. Join us next time for the health detective podcast with Roberto Parker. The health detective podcast with Roberto Parker has been a KCTK production produced by Roberto Parker, Chris Whiting and Paul Lavota. all rights reserved. For more information and content, email us at kctkradio at gmail.com.